it must be like spinach, you know. This is your Popeye <laughs> food for... Hey, Popeye the Seether Man! <laughs> you know. Now I see Bale Organa so, with like a uh, tattoo looking for olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> she would make yeah, a good olive yeah, oil. Yeah, she's kind of got the hair. Alan Dean Foster. And my name is Beth Revis. I'm the author of Rebel Rising, and welcome to Star Wars Tides. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to another exciting episode of Star Wars Ties. I believe we are on episode 25 today, and I have an awesome co-host with me, the original co-host, the man himself, Darth Vader's son, Rob Vader. <laughs> wow, what an introduction. I'm honored, man. How have you been doing? <laughs> I am doing awesome, Rob, man. How are you? I'm doing fantastic, man. Jameson and I were just talking about this a second ago, how much we've missed this. I really have missed doing this show. It's always fun to be back. I know the last time I was on, I really was trying to be on more than 10 minutes, <laughs> but it didn't work out that way. Hey, I, we, you got some pretty good insight in those few Well, yeah, I basically just speed read all my notes. <laughs> and I was like, yeah. all right, peace. And you even got yourself in the bumper. I mean, I did. That's, that's pretty cool. And you oh, did. Oh, I got to listen to that. <laughs> oh, what? You haven't listened to I it? I don't listen yet? to the product. Can you believe that? <laughs> no, I do. That's, I that's not you. true. A lot of times I'll listen when I'm not on. It's when I'm on that I kind of cringe. I'm like, ugh. <laughs> yeah, I understand. I release it, and then I go back and listen to it about a week later, which is bad, probably, because I'll, I try to listen for editing mistakes. That's like, things the only reason the I listen, yes. And sometimes, you know, it's far enough into the future where I'm like, oh, I forgot we talked about that, and then I'll laugh about it, <laughs> which is pretty common. But actually, I just finished listening to your most recent Turtle Flakes. Oh, wow. With Dialian. <laughs> oh, I'm glad I'm not the only one that says it wrong. <laughs> I was even listening to your whole uh, – how do I pronounce this? Oh, I could not – In the blooper reel, and I'm like, Dally? I don't know how to say it. Anyway, so it, it was it was a good ep- – that was a really good episode. Oh, I you, really man. enjoyed wow. that, and that's really cool. It kind of inspired me. I might want to see if I can invite one of the artists or, or writers for some of these Marvel comics in. Oh, I'd to love to. Really yes, cool. that would be a fantastic yes. I've tried lately to invite some authors, and I haven't gotten any books wow, lately. Wait, so. Well, what about uh... – we, we do have Ian Dosher. Oh, great. I didn't know if that was official yet. That's it. Well, I don't have a date right. because I haven't emailed him back yet. But he said he's he's got the green light from, from his Lucasfilm associates. So all we have to do is pick out a date. Yeah, shall I compare thee to an Alderanian day? Thou art more lovely and more uh, temperate. <laughs> I have been reading the Shakespearean Star Wars. Oh, cool. Yeah, I've got the first. Oh, the, you sent it to me. Yeah, I sent it to you. I've got my own copy too, and I've been reading it, and I'm really enjoying it. But it comes in small doses yeah. for me. I love Shakespeare. But he's writing in the Shakespearean style, so just like I can't read an entire Shakespearean play without having to stop. Oh yeah, absolutely. And soak it in. And let it kind of digest. Yeah. Then it and it's like okay, so I have to read it in small doses, which is difficult. But it's it's a great read, and there's some really cool moments. One of the really neat things about it, which I really want to ask him why he decided to do it, because it's really funny, is he gives R two D two a voice. Oh, does he? Yes. You get beep beep whoop whoops and all that when he's talking to other characters. But at like the end of a scene, R2-D2 will have an aside and kind of develop further thought about the, 
the scene or furthering the plot. R2-D2 soliloquy. And you'll get that as a soliloquy from R2-D2. Oh, that's funny. That's that's fantastic. But it's only to break the fourth wall. It's only to communicate <laughs> with the audience. It's never to communicate with the other characters. That'd be great if R2 was just a complete jerk the whole time and we never knew it. <laughs> no, that's what like I Luke. And oh man, I've been hanging around with this Luke forever. What a dingbat he is. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he said he did something like Ian Dosher. I really want to ask him about it. He said he did something really different with Yoda because Yoda already talks in a very Shakespearean style backwards way. And I don't know how Yoda talks in The Empire Striketh Back yet. <laughs> oh, I'm intrigued now. I have it. Like I bought. I have the first two. Of the trilogy, of the original trilogy, but I just haven't read it yet. Oh, well. I'm still reading the first one. Yeah, I've actually got the one that you got me on my bookshelf mm-hmm. at, at school. And when we were covering the, our poetry unit, because I teach English, I actually broke out the prologue of the first episode, or the episode four. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, I said, see, guys? I said, even he borrowed some things that Shakespeare does here. And, you know, and of course, all the kids know I'm a Star Wars fan, so I had to tie it in in some way. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, I want you to be able to tell him that. Now, I do know that there are a lot of copyright issues with actually, like, you can't make a play of these books. Oh, okay. I see. Like, it's not legal. You're not allowed to do Mm. that. So, because I was actually thinking, you know what would be really cool? We could do, like, an audio drama. (laughs) That'd be cool. And have you, me, and Landon just kind of chime in with random voices, you know. And And cheap effects. (laughs) Get at him. (laughs) Get at him now. Oh, that'd be great. I'm trying to think of something, but I got nothing. (laughs) <laughs> together the galaxy we can move <laughs> you know with Landon's Schwarzenegger voice oh or, that'd be funny uh, you know I could easily you know pull off some Yoda <laughs> Shakespeare I am <laughs> <laughs> oh that'd be great that'd be uh, great yeah so that would be a lot of fun but Anyway. <laughs> but that's that's a big one, though. I forget his name. <laughs> Ian. Dosher. Dosher, yes. I think it's Dosher. I think it's Dosher. Ah, sure. Really well, it's going to be one of those situations where, just like with Beth Revis and, and everything else, we're going to have to be like, how do you pronounce your last name so we don't sound like complete big bats when we do this? <laughs> and then you edit it in there like it was always that way. Well, no. I mean, what we do with Beth Revis is we ask first thing, how do you pronounce your last name? Okay. Then report. <laughs> and then that was a blooper at the end. Kind of like what you did with, I can't remember his first name, Michael? Michael, I, okay, Dialinus, I hope. I hope that was... Dialinus. <laughs> it's, I know the alley part, because that's what you were stressing. Yes. Dialinus. Dialinus, something, something like that. I don't know. <laughs> anyway, if it makes you feel better, I didn't get it either. I was looking at it going, nope, I'm glad you're trying that. <laughs> oh. Totally glad that's not me. Oh, Lord, yeah, I, I know what you mean, man. Besides the turtles, like I have been doing a lot of Star Wars reading lately. Yeah, awesome. Based on your recommendation, long time ago you had mentioned the Aftermath trilogy. Yeah, and I didn't really know anything about Chuck Wendig, but mm-hmm. now I'm sold on this guy. I have loved. First of all, I thought the first one was was really solid. Yeah, I really got attached to Nora, Singer, Bones, Jazz, Tamman. I even liked Ray Sloan in the first one. I was like, this is the bad guy I'm kind of rooting for. Yeah. And then Life Debt took it to another level. Of course, with Han Solo. And the whole, like, 
I don't know, like zombies or whatever. Oh, you talk about the the mass shooting or the the mind control or yes, whatever. Yes, yes, with Nora's husband. That they did. Oh, that was. Oh, that, that... sorry, that was leaked over in Empire's oh, End. Oh, okay, sorry. sorry. Yeah, that that's still a little fresh with me because I'm about halfway through Spoilers. Empire's End, and man, I'm just. Well, that's still that happens at the very beginning of Empire's End. Does I, it, it must because it feels like a while ago, and I'm more than halfway through now. So, like, she deals with her husband is back, and then all of a sudden, yeah, he's not quite himself. Yeah, he's not quite himself, and then everything breaks loose. Yes, yes. And, I mean, it's it's just a perfect blend of, like, these newer characters that are really memorable. Right. In addition to the classic characters. And it fills in... Yeah, you get a little bit of Han, yeah. you get a little bit of Chewie, you get a little Leia. Even, even in Empire's oh, End, wedge. oh my gosh, you get Lumpy from the Christmas special has a chapter. That's right, I <laughs> forgot. Lump, was it Lumperoo or something like that? Chewie's son? Chewie's son. Yeah, Lumpy. I was like, oh my gosh, this guy has thought of everything. Yeah. It's pretty amazing. All right, you were telling me about Chuck Wendig and the Aftermath trilogy. So, what else have you been reading? Um, aside from that, not a whole lot. I mean, those, those books are big. So, the Aftermath, mm-hmm. I, I yeah, think I started are. in they're substantial January, and I'm just now finishing up the third book. Cool. I've got a bad feeling now. You've read all three, right? Okay. I have. All right. Prediction time. I think. A big chunk of those characters are going to die. I mean, I'm not asking you to tell me who or anything, but can I at least say that some of these newer characters that Chuck Wendig created, they get it at the end, don't they? Or some of them do. I'm thinking. Like, I, I'm calling it, I think Cinder's going to get it. I think Jazz is going to get it. Bones, maybe. <laughs> hmm. All right. I can tell you this. Okay. Timon does not. Timon lives. All right. All right. Well, yeah, yeah, because he's in... Um... Because he's in The Force Awakens. Yeah. Oh, you didn't tell me anything. Because <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's Snap Wexley, who I think has been rumored to be returning for Episode yeah, 9, which would be really yeah. cool. Oh, and um, Ray Sloan, really yeah. like her. She's the she's the one you kind of love to hate. Mm-hmm. And she actually makes an appearance in a short story by John Jackson Miller, the guy that wrote A New Dawn. Maybe, oh, no way. Where she is... Actually, I think she's also in Tarkin now that I think about yeah, it. Yeah, I've noticed some of the characters have actually been in other mediums. As a matter of fact... Yeah, and that was... Oh, go ahead. That was part of the reason I really liked these new books yeah. is because they do have little little threads that kind of link everything together. Yeah, that's true because I was watching, and I've only seen the first episode of Star Wars Resistance, but they mention Ray mm-hmm. Sloan in that, and I thought that was really cool. And then also... Gosh, I'm going to have to go back and watch that. I don't I'm remember I'm pretty that. sure I remember because that, that struck me. Oh, I'm sure it did, yeah. but I don't remember it. And then another one was Yvonne is mentioned in Empire's End. Leia's uh, friend. Lord, I don't remember that either. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, from from here. Right, from, from uh, this train. I was gosh, like, I don't remember that either. Of course, in all fairness, I think I read Empire's End before I read Princess Leia. Oh, yeah, so that name wouldn't have stood out. That's true. Wouldn't have stuck out. Yeah. I don't remember, though. But okay. I see. I might have to go back and reread some of these, which is good because that wouldn't be a bad thing for me. I actually just got done with Ahsoka. Oh, what'd you think? Oh, I loved it. I thought it was I like that book a lot, too. I actually would like to see if maybe you and I could review that one next. Okay, yeah, I'd have to, I'd have to reread I don't it. Think, I, don't think Landon's, I don't think Landon's read it. I've talked about, you know, we did the Clone Wars Ahsoka with him. I'd like to review the Ahsoka book. Of course, I also want to review Rebel Rising, which all three of us mm-hmm. have read. So I might just be putting too many, you know, <laughs> kettles on the fire. Uh, you just tell me what to read, buddy. Uh, trying to read. But, well, pick you pick one. However, if you're, you're a big audiobook guy, right? Yeah, yeah. I think I've canceled my Audacity thing, but I've got some saved. And I, as a matter of fact, you mean Ahsoka, 
Yeah, Audible, not Audacity. Ahsoka, I think okay. I did actually download that one. Okay, well, I was telling, I was raving to Landon about this the other day, the last time we recorded, and Afton introduced it to me, and I think it's great. It's an app called Libby. Oh, I know Libby. Yep. And on my library card, both Rebel Rising and Ahsoka <gasps> are audiobooks that I can Nice. Buy. You didn't have a wait or anything? So I don't know what that is. Oh, I still have oh, yeah. to wait. Like, I'm on the... I'm, I'm on the waiting list for them, but there are options. Yeah. So depending on how long the wait is, you know, you could theoretically. Right, do right. It. And listeners, like, one thing that's really nice about it, it's all free. And a lot of the older canon stuff, you know, the Legends Star Wars books, they're they're pretty easy to find and you don't have to wait. Yeah. And most of them are, I'll be honest, most of the, the old books are ebooks. They're not all Oh, true. Books. That's true. But I mean, if you're willing to read on your Kindle or on your phone, yeah, you go for it. Some, you know? some of them. I'm a big fan of the audiobooks because that's something after I'm done listening to a podcast or something like that, like my, my sermon podcasts or whatever I listen to yeah. on the way to work, I switch over to a fan podcast. You know, I'll listen to a Star Wars podcast or your Turtle Flakes oh, podcast or, <laughs> and like right now I'm caught up. Like I've listened to everything. Wow. So tomorrow when I drive to work, Work, I'll listen to an audiobook. Yeah, yeah. And some of the, like the bigger names, like the Star Wars Legends books, like Heir to the Empire, or, you know, a lot of the Timothy Zahn books are audiobooks on there, mm-hmm. but they there might be a little bit of a wait. Yeah. Both of the new Thrawns are. Oh, yeah, yeah. Thrawn and Thrawn Alliances. But I do wonder if it's different from library card to library card. Like, if my library has different books accessible to me than yours. Ah, true. I'm not sure. I'm curious to compare that sometime, but not necessarily today. Yeah. <laughs> Hold on. Hold on. So, listeners, before we run out of time on our timer here, it is fair to say that we are still in our Spring of Heroines. I believe this is our third episode for the Spring of Heroines. And as we've said in the past, the Spring of Heroines is our opportunity to celebrate all of the female heroes of the Star Wars universe and how much they inspire us and just invigorate our desire and love for Star Wars even more just because of how amazing they as characters are. Mm-hmm. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. You're all rebels, aren't you? Stop calling me that. You're stuck with me, Sky Guy. I could put my fist through this whole lousy, beautiful town. Stop taking my hand! So this is how Liberty dies. With thunderous applause. A little short for a stormtrooper. Help me, Obi-Wan Kenobi. You're my only hope. But anyway, so we are returning to the Princess Leia comic today. And we will actually be reading Princess Leia issue 2 which was released in 2015. I think it was March. I think so. The artists, can you read out the artists? Yeah, absolutely. The writer of this story is Mark Wade. The pencils were done by Terry Dodson, inks done by Rachel Dodson, and the colorist was Jordi Belair. And then VC's Joe Caramagna is the letterer there. Caramanga. Yes. Yeah, I, he's done a lot. Oh, wow. Madam Jocastanu, we would like to explore the Jedi archives. So good to meet you. Let's show you around. There is more knowledge here than anywhere else in the galaxy. So it's a really exciting comic. Mm-hmm. We're going to be digging into issue two. For those of you that were with us for issue one, if you remember, they were headed to Naboo. 
which was pretty cool and exciting in and of itself. And in the process of heading to Naboo, we learned that Leia is basically seeking to recuperate all of the Alderanians that survived the destruction of Alderaan so that the Empire doesn't kill them all. And when we read the Princess Leia Part 2 introduction, before the destruction of their ultimate weapon, the evil Galactic Empire forced Princess Leia Organa to watch as they extinguished the only planet she's ever called home. However, the time for mourning is over. With her only companion, Yvonne, as well as her ever-faithful R2-D2 by her side, Leia has left the protection of the Rebel Alliance to pursue a more personal mission to protect what's left of her culture and home planet, Alderaan. The rumors that the Empire is hunting every last Alderanian for reprisal against the Alliance's actions have sparked a fire within the Princess. Despite the overwhelming bounty on Leia's head, she has taken it upon herself to travel the galaxy to save what citizens remain. All right. Yeah, this is a good one. I've really enjoyed this. It is. This is a good issue. I've always read these in guided view until after I listen to your Turtle Flakes (laughs) issue. So now I'm looking at the full page. So as we look at the first official page of art, the first thing that sticks out to me is actually the bottom of the page. Yeah, yeah. Where you've got the two scenes of her holding the fork with Mm -hmm. her food. And one is her as an adult, and then one is her as a little kid. Yeah, and, that, and that's a cool scene here because it kind of reflects her values and, and what's really and truly important. And the whole reason that she is on this mission in the first place, which, gosh, seems so crazy that she is the princess here doing all this. It's extremely risky. But yeah, she's all about restoring that culture and protecting Alderaan at all costs. Even though the, the planet is no longer around, the people still are, you know. And these flashbacks play a huge part in that. And what I really like about these flashbacks is they also give us a chance mm-hmm. to see Alderaan yeah. a little bit, you know, visually. Because in the book Princess Leia of Alderaan, you know, they talk about it a lot. Mm-hmm. But the really cool thing is that for the first time, we actually kind of get to see actual pictures of it and some of these flashbacks really provide that to us which is really yeah absolutely yeah and you know we see leia here and yvonne they're still not quite on the same page but things are getting better you know right yvonne doesn't quite understand she might even still think that leia's being a little impulsive but she's kind of going along with her she she's trying to help her out go along with this mission and leia needs a good pilot to do it right and, you know, as they're eating, that's when Leia has her flashback of some time she spent with her father, Bail Organa. Because they're talking about food. Yeah, the Ruika. What better way to have a flashback than on Oh, food? I know. I yeah, do it all I, the time. I don't know how to pronounce that. Ruika, maybe? Ru- Ruika? Yeah. Something like that. Basically spinach. Yeah, it looks, it looks like blue spinach. <laughs> mm, Does a body good. Blue spinach. I just love how angry her eyes are in both scenes. <laughs> She's like, all right, I'll eat it. Yeah. But anyway, so as we flip the page, this is where we get to see Alderaan, which is what's so cool about it. You know, you see the mountains in the background, you're seeing the, the sunsets, and you're also seeing her fight on on the top of a hillside, and you're like, what is that? Mm-hmm. And it actually continues the whole backlash about Ruika or whatever. You know, she's reflecting on it, how her dad says it helps you be strong. You know, it must be like spinach, you know. This is your Popeye <laughs> food for... Hey, yeah. Popeye the Seager Man! <laughs> you know. Now I see Bail Organa <laughs> so, with like a nice. tattoo looking for olive oil. <laughs> <laughs> she would make yeah, a good olive yeah, oil. Yeah, she's kind of got the hair. But she's not a damsel in no, distress. No, amen to that. Test to that. But anyway, as you look further down the scene, you see at the very end that Leia is getting yelled at. And when you flip the page, you realize she's getting yelled at by her dad. Who's like, you're not supposed to be fighting. You're supposed to be, you know, learning how to be a, a proper politician. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, and like I said, what I loved about this flashback is just how much you actually get to see Alderaan. You get to see some of their ships, you get to see their sky, their mountains, their land. And when, re when you read Princess of Alderaan by Claudia Gray, you hear about a lot of these things. So it's really cool to kind of see them too. Oh yeah, I've been wanting to, I've been wanting to read that by the way. Yeah, that look. Ah. Oh, it's a good book. So you recommend it, huh? Yes, I do. By the way, it was released on March 18th, 2015. Oh, awesome. Excellent. Yeah. So, four-year-old book already. Let the world know, Rob was right. (laughs) It's a first. (laughs) Is this recording all right? (laughs) Yeah. It's it's recorded. We're going to have that in the (laughs) – that's official. So, as you see in the middle of the page, she's putting her hair up in her Mm -hmm. classic buns, you know, which is pretty awesome. It's nice to have that tie-in. Yeah, yeah. Is this also the part where he kind of – okay, yes, this is – actually, it's the next page, but it's still the same conversation. And I love the backdrop of Alderaan here. And the con- and the contrast between yeah. the art just on this one page too, because you've got this great scene where this Alderanian spaceship is flying above, and then you see like this backdrop of what the planet looked like, and then the, the last two panels are back to the present, and Leia's feeling pretty pretty down. Yeah, pretty down because right before the flashback ends, Bail Organa is basically saying you must keep Alderan alive. You know the creativity, the morals that we stand for alive. And then here she is, kind of sitting by herself in the spacecraft, saying, I'm sorry, Father, for failing you. Yeah, and I love that you're right. The contrast is definitely something of value mm-hmm. because you've got the brightness at the top of the page. And then to add to the, the facial expression and everything, it's such a dark scene inside the ship. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, especially, you know, her by yeah, herself. That's that's something that really sticks. Right, with her by herself. And then you look at it, you know, there's not a lot of bright colors. It's a black with gray. Very different from the blues and the greens and the yellows that you see at the top of the page. Mm-hmm. So it, it's definitely very artistically well done. So once again, props to the Yeah, nonsense. and then once again with the contrast too, the next page, you know, it shows the Club Deja, the Naboo city of Karen, I guess. Once again, very yeah. colorful page here, and we get some new characters. Right. Yeah. yeah. It looks like we've got a, for lack of a better word, a club owner and a an yeah. agent. Manager or something else. And they're they're talking about how this group of Alderanians takes a cloister vow, so they can't actually leave their convent mm. or, or wherever they're stationed, but they perform music. But they can't leave it because they don't want their music to be tainted by outside influences. That, that was the same rule that applied to the Moss Eisley band, you know. Max Reed on Snice Doodles and everybody. <laughs> Maybe they were bound to that one bar. <laughs> I think they were only bound to that one place because of money, but we'll see. I'd have to go back and reread uh, Tales of Moss Oh, yeah. I'm sure this is or Tales from Jabba's Palace, one <laughs> of the two. So, anyway. But that's the vow that they take. So you get to see this hologram of some band or group singers, and they're obviously making money. So the club guy's like, yeah, great, you're making money. And you see some Gungans in the bottom that are dancing. Oh, and yeah, singing. yeah. So. I didn't notice that before. You can tell by the ears. Yeah. Got some Gungans down there. Lisa, have a good This is great. <laughs> we both broke out Jar Jar. Lisa, have a good time. <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of Jar Jar, I'll say mm-hmm. this. In Star Wars Insider, the uh, first one of the year, I think the January and February issue, they, they did a breakdown of him. Yes, they? they did. And they did a whole kind of article on how Jar Jar certainly did, didn't deserve all the hate he received by fans. And I actually thought it was really fascinating. So, guys, if you haven't read that, go check that out. It's pretty good. Yeah, I know that Jar Jar gets yeah. a bad rap, and I agree that he's kind of a goofy character. Yeah. They told him, but I think the main reason he gets a bad rap is because they were because tr- a lot of people didn't like they were using him as comic relief, mm-hmm. right? And that there were other ways that they could have done comic relief. 
But I do think that he was a very valuable character and a very important mm-hmm. character. And I think that you're right. You know, that article did a really good job of kind of making Jar Jar be shed in a, a different light. Yeah. So, listeners, I, I recommend, I mean, you know, we always talk about Star Wars Insider on this podcast. I, I recommend checking that yeah, out. Yeah, absolutely. It's a good one. And I think in the newest issue, they talk about Clone Wars, so I think they're making their way up to prequels. So, stuff. They are. They're actually making their way through every movie. Oh, excellent. So their goal is that they will be done with reviewing Episode Eight by the time we get to Episode Oh, nine. cool. The most recent issue I just got in the mail a couple of days ago, and it's Revenge oh, of the Oh, wow. Jeez, they're, they're cranking them out. I'm not, I'm not, yeah, I'm not <laughs> done reading it yet, and I think it's through April, so it, I've got a little while until I need to it. <laughs> Very cool. The Attack of the Clone ones oh, is good, by the way. Take my money. All right, so you flip the page again, and you know that was like one scene where you see the club, and now we're back to Leia and Yvonne and R2-D2 in the ship, and they're outside Naboo. But they're trying to decide how they're going to approach the planet, and Leia's like, we're going to go in as an Imperial Imperial auditors. So that's how they're landing. And that's an important point for later, because we do find out later that that might not have been the best method for right. Leia to use. Which I thought was, but I didn't remember this. I mean, I've read this issue before, but I don't, I don't remember much of it. Then when I reread it, I was like, oh yeah, that's cool. Uh, so Yvonne's not really questioning at this point. She's kind of fo- going with the flow. Mm-hmm. Which is good, you know. Leia is definitely like, all right, you know, this is what we need to do. We're gonna land, but my primary mission is to make sure that we get Alderanians off this planet, even if it's to the death of us. Yeah, and as she gets off the ship and everything, she tells one of the people that's checking in the ship that that they ask what the name of the work order is going to be under, and she goes, "Oh, uh, First Minister Solo." And yeah, that. <laughs> right, which, which probably didn't bode her too well, all right? Because, first of all, she's on the Emperor's home planet here, and she's not quite solo, so people solo. are going to narrow her down very quickly. But, yeah, the the next yeah. page is kind of interesting, too, because she's looking at the statue of Padme, and it, she, she swears that the yeah. statue is looking at her. And he, That artwork is amazing, by the way. Very good. The likeness is perfect. Yeah, and I mean, you can see how the painting or the stained glass or whatever it is isn't actually moving. Yeah. It, it, I, I actually think it's a force vision. Oh, wow. Okay, wow. Because if you look behind Padme's head in the second panel, uh-huh. you can see the face, the nose, and the mouth and everything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's still there. Just like they are in the other two panels. So the only time you see her face when she's looking is is that one panel, and I think Leia sees that, but nobody else does because Leia is the one that's you know connected to the force, right. and that's her mother. I mean, you know, of course we know. Yeah, that, but anyway. yeah, it's a pretty cool scene. Uh, I think it is important also to note that Padme is being remembered on Naboo. Yeah, yeah. You know, we're talking after A New Hope, a good 30 years after, or 20-something years after Revenge of the Sith. Naboo is still taking time to reflect and remember Patty. Right, right. And what she did, which is really cool. Now, Leia gets recognized, and what I think should send up a red flag to readers, it definitely kind of did to me. She's trying to go incognito on this mm-hmm. planet, and then somebody just blatantly yells <laughs> her name. Leia! I know her! Leia! Yeah, I know I you. knew this guy was a bad and guy from the get-go. I mean, who who dresses like that? He he looks like a that criminal, that evil mastermind <laughs> with a bad French Yeah, he does, and he's got the twirly mustache. He's got the twirly mustache and the slick hair. <laughs> you know. And I, I, when I read his words, it's like, Shiaria, word, it is you. <laughs> I was so devastated to hear about Alderaan. 
You know, something crossed between a bad French accent and something, you know, like a bad Dracula. <laughs> I mean, he's got the popped up collar. He could pull off Dracula. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Yeah, so this guy right here already sends some bad signals to because, you know, he's asking, he's like, oh, tell me all your secrets. Why are you here? Tell me everything. Yeah. And yeah, they sound, talk to me. I'm happy to hear. Yeah, yeah. He's super nice. I mean, he just looks Way like a baby. Nice. Yeah. And it takes yeah. Yvonne and Leia back to the palace, and he's like, you know what? I got connections with the club owner and Karen. I'll, I'll, let me go ahead and give him a call real quick. And, of course, he doesn't Yeah, buy and Yvonne is very suspicious here. Yeah, yeah. She's kind of the common Not sense of this issue. Yes, she is. Yeah. And Leia is being very proud and kind of arrogant here. Yeah, a little bit. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. It's, it's That's not her best moment in this issue. Yeah, because she, 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 she really jumps into this way too trusting. Yeah, yeah. And there's even a panel like, you need to trust me. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking at two different panels. One, I'm looking at whatever his name is. Yeah. Lord Jun. Jun, yeah. I'm looking at Lord Jun's face in the top right corner of this page where his blue eyes are kind of looking back. Mm-hmm. And he's got that evil grin. Oh, yeah. Like, hmm, yeah, this is all going according to my plan. <laughs> and then I look down, you know, a couple panels, and you've got Leia and Yvonne talking. That's the one I'm looking like, at. you're suspicious of him. Can you tell? Probably. Leia looks smug. She's she like, does, ah. yeah. Like, how dare yeah. you? How dare you be suspicious? Of- yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. So Lord Jun comes back in and says, we figured things out, and you didn't tell him who I am. And he's like, you underestimate me. Which means he's really a bad guy. Yeah. And then we flip over to the next page, which is that we're back to the agent, and she's talking to one of the musicians who's like, I really want to contact my sister. And she's like, no, you can't yeah. do it. Go learn this song. Yeah, we're, learn your newest and, song, and you know, then you can call her. Right. But really, you know, we all know the truth. She can't contact her sister on Alderaan because <gasps> she's probably yeah. dead. Yeah. <laughs> so, That's true. Which is very unfortunate. Well, yeah, and then and then the next scene is Leia and Yvonne now making their way to this particular dance club. And, you know, first of all, red flags come up right away when they get there and they see this big guy in the shadows. It's the same species as Dexter Jester from Episode 2. Oh, yeah, yeah. Four arms look bad, you know, kind of thing. And automatically it's like, you know, they're getting ready to fight. Yeah. Y- you can yeah. see that it's a very antagonistic meeting from the moment they walk in the, the facility. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You know, well, first of all, anytime they say, "Hey, no weapons," that's a bad sign. It's a bad. Sign. <laughs> and then he's like, "Go in there, princess." Yeah, yeah she and, catches and that. And she's like, "Wait, what did you call me? I'm not. Did you call me? How did you know that?" So then she starts fighting him, and I love that she gives him like a headbutt. Yeah, that's really she's, awesome. She's not intimidated by him. No. And even R two gets his. Yeah, exactly. And then the agent also joins into the fight, which is really nice. Um, once she realizes what's going on. Yeah, yeah, and and I like this part here too because after she shoots the manager in the back or the mm-hmm. owner in the back, Leia asks her, "Who are you?" She says, "Nobody, ma'am. I'm a nobody who's been doing a terrible thing." And then the next page, she's kind of redeeming herself in in some way by giving the people the the bad news about Alderaan in front of everyone. Right. And Leia is kind of you know backing up her story with everything and saying, "Look, the other the other important thing is your creativity." Keeping Alderaan alive. For that, I thank you. And now I vow to take care of you. Travel to the stars with me, and together we will reclaim every last orphan of Alderaan. So she has some people join her here in a minute. Yes, and more importantly, she's able to kind of fulfill what she promised her dad. Absolutely. 
yeah. you know, that she's able to kind of keep the culture of, of Alderaan alive, starting yeah. with this. Yeah. So we conclude with the next scene where Lord John is sitting in his apartment and she breaks in on him and goes, I should never have trusted you. Mm-hmm. How did you know? And he's not even all freaking out that much about it. He's like, oh, you found me. <laughs> yeah. He's like, yeah, it's no big deal. It's kind of like Lando. Yeah. You know. I was a bad guy, but no, I'm not really a bad guy. Here, you can take my ship. Yeah, pretty much. He's like, well, so you're going to kill me? He's like, I could use a ship. He's like, I got one just for you. <laughs> yeah. So she, she takes, takes the ship. And then the, the cliffhanger at the end of this is that Taste, the one who was talking to the agent at the dance club who wanted to talk to her sister. She's having a conversation saying, I miss you. I'm going to come home soon. And the sister, I think her name was Tula. T-U-L-A. Tula. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, no, no. You need to fulfill your mission with, with Leia. I'll tell you what. If you miss me, just tell me how everything's going every night. And where you are. And where you every are. Every time. Exactly. And then we get a cutaway of her on the other side, I guess, of that communication device, and she is working for the Empire. There are tons of – uh, see. Now, that could be interpreted two ways. Okay. She's either working for the Empire or notice how that stormtrooper is standing. Ah, true, true. It looks like to he's me got like he's got a blaster at pointed at her head. Yes, I was thinking either way, but her uniform is interesting. That's true. She's wearing an Imperial uniform. But it does look like she's being put up to in some way. It, does like, it looks like she's being conned. Yeah, yeah. Or threatened. Yeah, so, and that's how anyway, and that's how the issue is. Yeah, yeah, and overall, so a, I, I liked I liked this issue a lot. I like the dynamic between Yvonne and Leia. I I like that they're slowly but surely coming back. They're coming together here, and mm-hmm. me too. I also like that. Oh yeah, just the uh, all encompassing thing that Leia must keep Alderaan alive, at least the morals and ideals. As long as she can do this, she's kind of fulfilling what her father asked her to do many years ago. Right. So overall, I thought it was a solid issue. I thought it was a very pretty issue. Mm-hmm. The art was spot on. I thought Leia was a little off at times, you know, a little little arrogant and kind of foolhardy and, and impulsive. But Definitely same, demonstrating her youth here. Sure, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, she she's still got a lot of integrity, and she's very forgiving of people, especially mm-hmm. the agent. Yeah, and I mean she does her best to bring about the best possible means for her people, which is awesome. Yeah. So once again, kind of exhibiting those heroin qualities that we're we're trying to talk about with this with this series. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, I thought so too. I thought it was really good. If you could give it a rating of let's see, I'm trying to think of something that stuck out, uh, luxury ships. Oh, that's like, exactly oh, what I was gonna say. Yeah, the luxury ships. I'd like to leave in luxury. So how many luxury ships would you give this issue? I would give it a seven. It's still a very interesting story. I want to know what's going to happen next. And yeah. I really like this new character, Yvonne. Me too. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Nothing terrible happened in this issue. So I, I say a solid seven luxury ships out of ten. What about you? I would have said an eight for a lot of the same reasons, but I do like a lot of the contrasting artwork. That really sticks out to me. Yes, true. So that gives me an extra point there. Uh, Just props to the artists. They did a really good job. Yeah. And they leave you with just enough of a cliffhanger at the end trying to figure out whether or not Tula is being threatened or if she's in compliance Mm -hmm. with the Empire, which is is really cool. Makes you want to buy the next one. Makes you want to go to the next issue, yeah. Yeah. So... Awesome. Well, Rob, I know we both got to go our separate ways here, so thanks for doing this, man. This was a lot of fun. Hey, absolutely, man. You know, my, my baby's crown on my side, yours is crown on your side, yeah, but we're crying. still I having a blast. <laughs> yeah, exactly. What a, I think, I'm thinking a snickerdoodle flavored blue milk. What do you Ooh, think? That sounds good. Yeah. Oh, I'd go yeah. for one of those. My wife bought some snickerdoodle hummus. Oh, uh, wow, really? Sounds really good, and it's it's okay. 
Yeah. But I tell you what, she bought chocolate hummus before that, and that was good. Ooh. So, right. but anyway, Snickerdoodle was kind of what I'm sticking with. So, because uh, she <laughs> bought that, and I've been thinking about Snickerdoodles the rest of the night. <laughs> Oh, that's so, fine. I was like, that'd be a great flavored blue milk. So if that's all right, I think we'll sign off with Snickerdoodle blue milk. <laughs> then she just looks at you and goes, what? What? Yeah, what's wrong with <laughs> you? Me? A lot. A lot. A lot's wrong with me. Uh, so ladies and gentlemen, thank you for listening to another exciting episode of Star Wars Ties as we continue our Spring of Heroin series. We hope that you enjoy a wonderfully sweet glass of Snickerdoodle blue milk. May the Force be with you. May the Force be with you. Feeling that Landon either might join us later, which is always a possibility yeah, yeah. for him, depending on if he got the kid, uh, low yeah. or not, or that he is um, not going to be able to make it tonight. Okay. So, uh, we're going to do just do issue two, if that's good with you. Let me, uh, I'll uh, go ahead and record as a backup, just in case. Let me, uh, yes, please do. Absolutely. Let me see if I can. Okay, there we go. I got it minimized. And I will just find my recorder off. There it is. Okay, and I am recording, my friend. And pause for really cool musical interlude that I've created. Okay, done. Uh, <laughs> full screen I can't remember how to uh, you click on the three lines on the top left okay got it good deal um, okay uh, I'm also curious what episode are we on I think we're on episode 25 wow is that right 26 26 26 Assuming I haven't actually announced that yet, but we're gonna we're gonna I'm gonna do that tonight, and then if I'm wrong, I'll just record myself. <laughs> It'll um, be like this attached to voice. Twenty six. Well, I mean, that's, I've had that happen before. <laughs> yeah, Twenty six. What I've done, what I do is I just kind of run myself into a conversation where I'm recording, uh-huh. and I'll just be like, yeah, you know, I really like the number twenty six. Twenty six is a really cool number. I think twenty six is a nice number. <laughs> you know, I don't know, maybe twenty six. And then after I've said it like six or seven times. I go in and see which one has the closest inflection. Yep. That's <laughs> what I was trying to say with the pre... So if you go back and oh, listen to clever. some of my previously edited podcasts, that's seriously, like, like when we were doing giveaways, and I was like, yeah, I'm going to give this away at, like, the end of August. It's going to be great. And then <laughs> so, I don't release the episode like until December. September. It's like, uh, at the end of December. October. 
October. <laughs> well, hey, to your credit, I've never noticed. <laughs> oh, well, it, it's noticeable to my ear. I'm like, oh my gosh, that sounds so terrible. <laughs> because sometimes the room doesn't sound the same. Oh, sure. You know, the background yeah, noise or that's, whatever. That's the giveaway. So it's like very obvious. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, well. Ah, people don't mind. Uh, <laughs> Oh, nice. Hey. Well, you had a snack. Yeah. In case I get hungry. Oh, that sounds like Elmo. It is a uh, magnet bus that has all the alphabet in it and you can stick different letters in and it'll tell you what letter oh, it is that's cool. different sounds it makes <laughs> Thank you. she wants milk <laughs> blue milk hang, hang on one second let me get her Cheer, some buddy. milk You knew that when you married me. Yeah. No, I don't think she did, but she does now. <laughs> uh, I can relate. I look at my wife sometimes. I'm like, you had no idea what you were getting into, did you? No. <laughs> I look at mine and say, you married me on purpose. How do you feel about that? And depending on the day, I get different answers. Ah, seriously. Damn. I do like audio editing. It is fun when you have the time to do uh, it. Absolutely. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. It combines Princess Leia's theme with Ray's theme. Oh, nice. With Cindy Lauper's theme. And then under. No. Aww. <laughs> The girls just wanna have. They just wanna. <laughs> sorry. Oh, you just killed it. Um, I'm sorry. I completely cut you off. What were you at saying? least it's not man. I feel like a woman. <laughs> it's like ba da 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 da. Man, I feel like, I feel a, woman. like a woman. <laughs> no, I, I have. Princess Leia's theme and Ray's theme, and then I have you know several different quotes. Oh. I've got you know Leia quotes, Jin quotes, Ahsoka quotes, Padme quotes, Rose. Just all you know, it's about a minute oh. in length, but it's just you know it's a just you know cycles through. It's got the music in the background. It just has them you know different 
spouts of quotes from yeah, that must have taken some time. All female. Uh, yeah, I mean, it wasn't too bad. Uh, thankfully, the Star Wars app had most of the quotes that I was looking for, so it was really easy to just record and then go in with the music files. And just nice, kind of make man. Work. Well, look at you. Oh. So, I guess we just jumped in right here. We, we, we introduced, yeah, so it. we're good. Hey, you there, man? Yeah, I'm here. Oh, okay. Yeah, sorry about that. I was, I was just uh, in the middle of texting you. <laughs> no, it's my Wi-Fi. It's terrible. Um, oh, but anyway, sure. so uh, I'm going to go ahead and sign off before we before it happens yes. again. Sounds good. Being a pain. No, apparently not. Of course, then again, I think the five listeners that we have. <laughs> Thank goodness, <yeah>. right? <laughs> Thank goodness, they're they're very forgiving. Oh god. Okay. Uh, all right. We're always good to have you again. I'm, I'm, I'm oh, it's good, good to be here, man. Uh, I missed it. Yeah. <laughs> hey, Stout. Hey. My Wi-Fi flipped off on me. Oh, bless uh, your heart. Well, no problem, right. man. We're running out of time well, anyway. I'm sorry. So we're going to kind of have to speed through this. No uh, problem. No problem. We can we can hit the ground running. Yeah. Yeah, because so, I think Christmas not feeling too good anyway, so I'm, I'm going to have to hurry up and get off yeah, here too. Me too. Yeah, my kids are starting to get – my kids should be in bed. They're fighting. Oh, bless your uh, so, heart. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Leia goes into the club, and she runs into an alien that looks a lot like De- Dexter Jetster from Episode 2. Enjoyed it, my friend. Oh, I know we both got to hop off here, but uh, you know, oh, with all the craziness and everything, still really had a good time. Yeah, me too. Thanks, Rob. I appreciate it. Yes, and and thank you, Afton, for putting up with letting us dork out. <laughs> yeah, uh, I have a feeling I'm gonna be in some trouble later. Uh, I know the feeling. Me too. <laughs> oh, well, it was worth it. You go get some. You go to sleep, man. You all right, get, buddy. You too. Hopefully. It's nine o'clock. You yeah. get some rest. All right, buddy. I'll right. catch you later. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs>